0: And now, on Prophetic Faith. Hello ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett and tonight we're going into volume 12 of the Law of Faith. And we're dealing with tonight the wisdom of faith. Yes, there is absolute wisdom in faith. So let me ask you a question. Would you cast something valuable, something that you had to work hard for, would you cast it away just over nothing? My, I guarantee you the answer from you would be, no, absolutely not. But tonight, we're going to learn how to use our faith effectively and not waste it on things that mean absolutely nothing. It's really going to bless you, and I will see you at the end of the program. Now, I want to ask you a few questions before we get into our first scripture. I want to ask you a few questions, okay? Number one, all right, and you can raise your hand or you can think about it, whatever you want to do. But who in here would prepare a nice meal? I mean, a nice meal. Just picture whatever you like, whatever you really like. All right, so you picture yourself making it up, preparing it, right? Spending what, 45 to an hour, getting everything ready? All right, once it's made up and once it's prepared, sit it on the table, right? Now, how many would do all of that, then don't eat it, But immediately take that plate, walk outside, and throw it on the ground. How many would do that? (laughs) I said you. So nobody would do that. Okay, question number two. Now, how many would buy a brand new car, right? Say you paid cash for it. You say, pay cash. you got to think big. Say you pay cash for a new car. All right? How many would take it, drive it around for a little bit, drive it around town, then go over to a cliff, put it in neutral, step out, and just let it go on over? Huh? Now, some of you are looking like, what in the world? What kind of message is this? (laughs) insane. This is one of the most important messages you'll ever hear in your life. All right, so now why am I saying this? Now you may be saying this is sounding crazy, this is uh, just bizarre. Why am I saying this? Well, because everybody was in agreement that nobody would prepare some nice meal that you like and not even eat it but proceed to throw it outside and waste it. Okay, nobody would buy a new car. I mean, the kind of car that you like. The kind of car that you like, not just any car. Pay cash for it. You worked hard for that money, right? Paid cash for it, then go out and let it drive over a cliff and total it. So nobody would do that, right? All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word today. Lord, I thank you for every person that's here this morning that wants to be a part of this ministry, Lord, I thank you for allowing them to be a part of something so great and so mighty. We're honored to have them here. And Lord, I thank you for what you're doing in this ministry. Father, help us to grow. Help us to be everything that you ever wanted us to be, Lord, because that is the ultimate life. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. All right, now look at 2 Peter. 1-1. 2 Peter 1-1. Read this with me. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained what? Like. What's that word? Go ahead. It's all right to say it. What's that word? Precious. Say that with me. Precious. Say it one more time. Precious faith. So Peter addresses the church, and he says that faith is what? Precious all right, go to the second verse for me, Dave. It says, and we, we, we touched on this last week, that the trial of your faith, the testing of your faith, being much more precious, there's that word again, than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, it may be found as praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So by both of these verses here, you see that faith is very valuable, now, I asked you those two questions earlier and every one, every one of you here was just straight on. No, there's no way I would do that. There's no way I would cook a nice meal like that and just waste the food. There's no way I would buy a new car with cash that I like and then just total it. Now, why wouldn't you do that? Number one, it costs you what? Money. How many had to work for that money? On. it costs you money that car costs you money so watch this whatever costs you something is precious somebody say amen so just so let me ask you this okay let me ask you now now if we wouldn't throw out good food and we wouldn't total a brand new car because those things are precious because they cost us something then i'm going to ask you this question why on earth would we just waste our faith? When the Bible says that it is more precious. Now, we said we wouldn't waste those things because of the money it cost us, right? Well, the Bible says that your faith, somebody say my faith, your faith is more precious than any amount of money. Who's the richest man in the world right now? Exactly. No. No. No, he overtook him just a few, like a week ago. So the owner of Amazon just became the richest man in the world again. All right? All the money that he has, you can total it all up. Guess what? Your faith is more precious than that. Now, see, that's not most people's mindset. Most people think, well, faith is designed just to be used on anything and everything. Well, guess what? If something is precious, that when you buy food at the grocery store, it's not your mindset to waste that food, is it not? Right? When you buy a new car, it is your mindset to take care of that car. Is that right? Because it's precious, it costs you something, and you don't want to just waste it. This is the picture that I want you to get today with your faith. Your faith is precious. And as we learned last week, your faith costs you something. Can somebody say, amen, hey, my faith costs me something. The faith that I have today. Now, don't look at somebody who has great faith and say, oh, it's just because of this and because of that. Don't despise them for it. Because let me tell you something. If they have great faith, it's because they have paid a great cost. Are y'all listening to me? So faith is precious, and it costs you something. So, let me say it like this. Why would I waste my faith if it's, if it's going to cost me something? Amen? How many is interested in wasting money? Not one hand. Okay, so nobody's interested in just wasting money. Well, here's something more precious than money. Faith. So should we have the mindset, oh, we're just going to waste it? No, because let me tell you why. Go to Romans 10, 17. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You see, I wish that faith was like uh, other things. When I, when I say that, I mean this. I wish that faith just stored up and it was always full. I wish it was that case. But guess what? It's not that way. Bless God, I've heard this message ten times. Bless God, I've heard that verse a hundred times. Are you hearing it right now? Because you see, faith comes by hearing. So that lets us know that faith can run out. It's just like the gas tank on your vehicle. You can fill it up today, but if you keep running that vehicle, guess what? It's going to eventually go on E, and you've got to fill it up again. That is the same way with your faith. Now, how many believes in just wasting as much gas as you can? No. Why? Because it costs you something, right? gas prices are going up, right? It's costing you money, okay? Well, if I have to constantly replenish my faith, and you do, you have to constantly replenish your faith. You have to constantly get in the Word and get in time, spending time with God. So it becomes precious to you. And you realize that, hey, This is going to run out, and I'm going to have to replenish it again. So I want to make sure that I'm making the right decisions, that I'm getting the most out of my faith. Somebody say, get the most out of your faith. Turn to your neighbor and tell them that. Get the most out of your faith. Don't waste it. Don't cast it out to the swine. Make the most of it. Because I'm telling you, whatever faith you use today, and you should be using faith, Guess what? You're going to have to replenish it tomorrow. Are you all with me today? you got to replenish it. Okay, so watch this. So the Lord knows this, right? He created faith. He's the one that gave us faith. We've been learning that. So He understands and He knows that your faith is going to run out. He knows that your faith is precious. He's the one that told you that it's precious. He knows that it costs you something. So guess what? Here's what I want to teach you today. Is that God has given you something to team up with your faith to help you get the most out of your faith. So in other words, how many likes to go to the store and get the most out of your book? That's everybody's mindset, right? Get the most out of what I spend. Well, I'm going to show you today how you can do that with your faith. Amen? I'm going to show you that today. Who's ready? Let's do it. All right, go to Proverbs 4, 7. Proverbs 4, 7. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get what? Wisdom. With all you're getting, get what? Get understanding. Now go to the Amplified, James 1 5. It says, If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask. Uh, of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally, ungrudgingly, without reproaching or fault-finding, and it will be given him. All right, so here we see two verses here that God is being very straightforward and saying, listen, get wisdom. Turn to your neighbor and say, get wisdom. Now, this is the sad part of the message where I have to explain that I'm not talking about the world's wisdom. Because today, we've got something uh, silly going on in the body of Christ where we think that the world's wisdom is God's wisdom and vice versa. No, they are two separate things. It's real simple to tell the difference. Whatever the world tells you to do, do the opposite. That's God's wisdom. All right. So we're talking about godly wisdom. Now, who knows what, what wisdom is better? That of the world are the one who knows everything. Yeah, I think that's the best one. Okay, so he says, get wisdom. Seek after it with everything you have because it is the principal thing. So I told you earlier that God has given you something to team up with your faith that will help you get the most out of the opportunity for you to use your faith because, again, it's costing you something. It's precious. You're going to have to fill it up again. Amen? And that is wisdom. Faith and wisdom go hand in hand. I want you to remember that. Faith and wisdom go hand in hand. As a matter of fact, if you try to separate the two, both of them will be shipwrecked. Never separate them. You have some people say, well, I'm just all about faith. No, you've got to have wisdom. Oh, I'm all about wisdom. Yeah, that may be okay, but you've got to have faith to go with it. Because everything that's done in God is by faith. So, so you've got to have both. You've got to have wisdom with your faith. And when you do this, guess what happens? You begin to make the best decisions with your faith on everything that you do now why is wisdom so important go to proverbs eight for me dave look at proverbs eight this is the new living translation this is speaking about wisdom wisdom talking about himself or herself it says the lord formed me from the beginning before he created anything else, I was appointed in ages past. At the very first, before the earth began, I was born before the oceans were created, before the springs bubbled forth their waters. Next verse. Before the mountains were formed, before the hills, I was born. Before he had made the earth and the fields and the, the first handfuls of soil, I was there when he established the heavens and when he drew the horizon of the oceans. I was there when he set the clouds above and when he established springs deep in the earth. I was there when he set the limits of the sea. When he said the waves, you can only come this far, right? So they would not spread beyond their boundaries. And when he marked off the earth's foundations, I was the architect at his side. Oh, I love that right there. I was His constant delight, rejoicing always in His presence. And how happy I was with the world He created. How I rejoiced with the human family. Now would you agree with me that wisdom is very important? See, I know we we teach all the time that God created everything by faith, right? We say that He spoke faith-filled words. And that is true. But what I want to add to that today is that God spoke faith-filled words by wisdom. Isn't it amazing? I want you to see this now. All right, let's just look at the world that God created. Isn't it amazing that everything functions the way that it does? Isn't it amazing how everything works together to make everything? the way that it's supposed to be. Do you think that that was just coincidental? Do you think that just happens? No, 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 no. See, yeah, we know faith created these things. We know that that was the power behind it. But guess what? God done it all by wisdom. So what I'm trying to tell you today is it's not enough just to use faith. It's not enough just to have faith and exercise it. You want to know how to use your faith. Why? Because again, it's what? It's precious, and it what? It costs you something. So you want to make sure that you're making the most out of your faith, that when you release your faith, it's going to be precision, right? It's going to have aim to it. I like what Paul said. He said, I don't box. How many likes to watch boxing or something like that? He said, I don't box the air. I don't shadow box. He says, when I go to box, he said, I aim or I swing to hit my target. That's how you need to be with your faith. Amen? You have to be the same way. So watch this. There are two kinds of people. There are two kinds of people here that exist. All right? There's the one that does not receive the faith message because it's just too bizarre. It's just too out there. It's too unlogical, right? So they just immediately turn off to the faith message. Now, I'm, when I say faith message, I'm not talking about just salvation. I'm talking about going past salvation. They, they shut off. Then there's another type of person. Are you ready? There's the person that doesn't like responsibility, right? Right? doesn't like to take responsibility for the choices they make, and they hear the message of faith that says, no matter what situation you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life, God can turn it around. And if you're that type of person, watch this. You say, oh, man, that sounds good That no matter what poor decisions I make in life or or how bad I wreck my life, that God's gonna turn it around for me. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. And they're turned on to the faith message. But what are we preaching about today? Faith and what? Wisdom. Here's your wisdom, all right? Faith is not irresponsible. Somebody say amen. Faith is not irresponsible. In other words, faith does not shun its responsibilities and says, I'm just going to trust God. That's not what faith does. As a matter of fact, your Bible, if you read in your Bible, it says that any man who does not provide for his own is worse than an infidel. And he has what? Forsaken the faith. So don't tell me that faith means that I can just make any poor decision, make any bad choice I want, and everything's going to be okay. Amen. I- I'm talking about wisdom this morning. See, that's what happens. You've got to have wisdom with your faith, because if you're not careful, you'll just throw your faith out to everything and wasting it. It's precious. It costs you something. So... Notice what he says. Go back to James one uh, seven for me, Dave. So he says, "If any man lacketh wisdom, let him ask of me." Come on, please come to me. I want to give you wisdom. I want to give you insight. Now, what? Where is this at? We talked on this last week. Same chapter, a few verses up. He says, "Count it all joy when your faith is tested." I mean remembers reading that last week. "Count it all joy when your faith is tested, right? So watch this. Here's what I say to you, once your faith has been tested and you see the value of your faith, you realize that it's precious and it costs you something, the next step for you to do is to seek after wisdom. Are y'all with me today? That's the next step you do. Brother Robbie, I just came out of a trial, just came out of a test, and, and I'm stronger than ever, I'm wiser than ever, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to go, what should I do? Seek after more wisdom. Because you, now that you've come out of this trial with great faith, you need wisdom with your faith. Are y'all listening to me? Because again, faith is precious. You don't want to just waste it. Now go to uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 11. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. He said, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I even reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, somebody say I've grown up, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. I just love that translation on that. The King James says, when I was a child, I thought as a child. But then when I became a man, I put away childish things. But I like how this does because it it goes deeper. I thought, I reasoned, I talked like a child. Now, you say, where are you going with this? I'm going to show you what this whole message is all about. Now, I know I've been talking about faith is precious and not wasting it, but here's the reason why. This is why you need wisdom with your faith. All right, early... Praise God. Wisdom. God has given us this great gift to use, and He has intended on us to use it with our faith. Thank God for faith. But let me tell you something. Faith costs you something. It does. The Bible says it's more precious than gold. It costs effort, it costs you time, it costs you dedication and sacrifice that you have to put into. So as I said in this message, you wouldn't waste that just on anything. That's where wisdom comes in. God wants us to put wisdom with our faith. They go hand in hand. That as you make wise decisions, you are able to use your faith more effectively and more powerful in more powerful ways. Let me tell you something faith does not neglect responsibility. You can't just shed, you know, so many people just want to shed off responsibility and say, well, you know, I'm just believing or I'm trusting God. No, God has given us wisdom, His wisdom, not of the world, but His wisdom to be applied with our faith. And I'm telling you that when you put these two together, you better look out. The enemy is in trouble because you're going to do things that were not possible before in your life. I want to take this time right now to pray for you that you will seek after wisdom. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That simply means that when you shift your focus onto God and the things of God and say, God, I want to learn of you wisdom will come. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up every person right now that is watching this. Father, I thank you for wisdom. You've given them wisdom. You've given them the ability to make wise, smart decisions, that when they group that with their faith, Father, victory is theirs in every area of their life. I pray right now that the spirit of wisdom would be upon your people, that they would make godly decisions, wise decisions. And Father, that they would be the head, and in doing so, they would become the head and not the tail. They would be above only and never beneath. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and Amen. I want to take this time right now to thank our faith partners. Faith partners, thank you so much for your continued giving and support of this ministry. You are a blessing to us. You help us come on here each and every week preaching the gospel getting this good news to as many people as we possibly can. So thank you for believing in the vision of this ministry. Our vision is to set as many people free as we possibly can by revealing unto them the the whole Word of God, not just some parts here and there, but the full gospel. So thank you again. And I want to take this time to thank all of those who write us, come in contact with us, just letting us know. Uh, what a blessing these programs are to you and whether you have questions or needing prayer we value all of your feedback so again thank you for that until then keep walking by faith don't you dare give up because victory is yours in Jesus name we'll see you be blessed if you would like to become a faith partner please contact us at po box 264 taswell virginia 24651 you may also reach us at 276-971-2333 you may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. our email for faith partners are faithpartner at as well In the name of Jesus, the devil is alive.